folks. I, I take it everybody uh, had their uh, black-eyed peas and their collard greens and some pork and all that good stuff. And we don't believe in luck. Uh, we believe in Jesus Christ. But hey, that's still good eating down south. I don't care what you say. Um, anyways, hopefully uh, you guys have, have recovered from the holidays. Um, hopefully none of you got any pumpkins dropped on your head at the Pridgen's house or uh, too many fireworks going off in the backyard. Everybody got all their digits today. Okay, hey, that was a good firework uh, extravaganza then for all of you. That's always a good sign if you make it through the holidays with all your fingers, right? Um, in all seriousness, guys, it, it is good to be back together. We're kind of starting the new year. Uh, this sermon, typically, you know, the beginning of the year, we try to kind of give a visionary sermon. Where are we going? Uh, what has the Lord set before us in the coming year? And I trust you've been praying about that. Trust that you will continue to pray about that uh, because he has a work for Community Baptist Church and uh, we need to be involved in that work. And so I trust that you, you will be. One of the things I, uh, that we need to be doing, praying, continue to pray for one another. I want to just give a couple of prayer uh, requests at this time before we get going. Uh, this morning, um, received word that Carolyn Hobbs' brother has uh, slipped into a coma. He is down in Florida, Ocala, Florida. Please pray for Carolyn and her family at this time, and uh, just keep them in prayer, if you would, please. And um, I know she would certainly appreciate that. It's good to see Linda. Linda, how's Jimmy Carr doing? He's home, recovering, everything on a, one day at a time. Amen. Well, we'll continue. What's that again? Okay, so we'll be praying for tomorrow. I hope a lot of things will change for tomorrow. Okay, guys, so these are our prayer concerns that we need to be lifting to the Lord. And no doubt you've got some, some on your heart. And so uh, continue to please pray for those things. Um, I'm reminded in these moments, why not now? Why not go to the Lord now? So let's do that. Let's go to the Lord at this time. Father. I am thankful that the door room to the throne of grace is always open. And you invite us to come. Forgive us we don't come as often as we should and as intimate as we could. Lord, that's a prayer for this new year for everyone here. To take advantage of those moments, those opportunities you give us daily. Pray without ceasing. Just have a conversation with you constantly. I pray that'll be the hard attitude of us at CBC. And today, Lord, we, we have some things on our heart we want to bring to you, and so we want to do some intercessory prayer. We want to pray for Carolyn Hobbs' brother, Eddie. And Lord, you know his situation better than anyone. Pray that your grace will be sufficient in this transition time, and Lord, just pray for hope. Uh, Lord, I pray that you'll be with uh, Carolyn and as she seeks to uh, minister to the family and be an encouragement to others and just help us to be an encouragement to her. Pray for Jimmy Carr. Uh, Lord, pray that we might hear good news tomorrow. Some things might be better. Uh, and so we just pray you'll go before us in that, Lord. And uh, again, just allow your grace um, to be sufficient. And Father, I ask your blessing on this message today. Let us rejoice in the Lord. You've blessed us tremendously. You've gifted us. And Lord, as we look to a new year, let us look forward with anticipation. 
that we will do your will, that your will be done, that Christ will be made much of, and that each and every person within the sound of my voice today will be surrendered and yielded and on board. And Lord, that we would truly be willing to storm the gates of hell with a squirt gun if you taught us to. We belong to you. Have your way. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. So, uh, today's visionary sermon is entitled, What Can You Do in 2022? Next year will be, What Can We Do? No, no, no. In 2023. Never mind. I thought that was going to work better in my head right there. But, oh well. It happens, Eric. It happens. All right. So, what I want to do before we dive into the scriptures today, because that's the most important part, in order to know where we're going, sometimes it's good to kind of look back in the rearview mirror and see where we've been. So what are some things that we've done over the past year? So I want to talk about some of the accomplishments, some of the things that you guys have successfully navigated uh, as a church family over the past year uh, by God's help, by God's grace, by God's strength. Because that's the only way you and I are going to have any accomplishments that are going to matter in life is whether or not God is in it. So let's kind of look at some things. Here's some physical things that have happened over the past year and some change. The parsonage was completely remodeled with some extensive work. The kitchen, the bathroom. Uh, we just recently, this past month, added new heating and air conditioning. And I know the Stugelmeyer said hallelujah. And uh, if any of you guys have lived there, like myself and Pastor Nate and Pastor Dustin and Pastor Dean, uh, that's been about 30 years coming, I think. But uh, it's, uh, it's a good thing. We, it, was, it was on its last leg. But praise God, that's done. Um, it is done, right? We're still waiting on those strips to come in? We're done. Woohoo! That's right. <laughs> Paid in full. Hey, that's the way we like it. Uh, we also have some railing over there for the carport. Uh, again, these are just some physical things, guys. So, you know, this is stuff that has to be done. Um, you'll be reminded shortly, this, we're 50 years in the ministry here. I'm 50 years old. I know how my body's feeling. Stuff breaks down. And my senior saint said, hey, amen, you don't know nothing yet, brother. <laughs> so we got to maintain things, right? So these are some physical things that we've been able to accomplish over the past year. Field of dreams. Uh, again, we've seen that kind of become field of reality. We've seen picnic tables purchased. We had a well installed with a pump. Uh, we've got electricity hooked up out there. Uh, the field's been seeded. It's fertilized. There's landscaping that's taken place out there. There's been a lot of work that's been done over the past year to get us to where we need to be. And we're not done yet, guys. We're always work in progress, as is the facilities. What are some other things that we've seen accomplished? Well, we've seen, the, we've got goalposts, we've had benches uh, put in out there, a scoreboard, uh, and we've actually got another one donated from Wayne Christian School that's supposed to be coming, as well as some bleachers that have been donated that are supposed to be coming. Uh, we got a Gaga pit out there. What is that? No, that's not that singer thrown into a pit, though that may happen one day if she doesn't receive Jesus. Anyway, that's terrible, wasn't it, Zach? That was terrible. But it's true. It's true if she doesn't know Jesus. Um, it's a game, guys. For those of you who don't know what a gaga pit is, I didn't either. I don't know why it's called that. You prefer what name? Octoball. I like octoball better. Yeah. So I just got to get that in my head. Octoball. Check it out. It's a cool little thing. Somebody, I think Josh thought it was, a, and I like Josh's idea. He thought it was a, good, a place you could actually put the babies in the little toddlers that can't escape. 
dude, I'm telling you, that's, I like that. That's good. That'll work. Um, that's a goo goo bit. Ah, see, see what you did there. That was good, Zach. That was good. <laughs> I'm going to put you on my joke committee team, all right? So you can write on, anyway. <laughs> Somebody's, oh, can't hurt. Yeah, please do. Others are begging, Randy. I don't know. We also uh, have a bridge being constructed out there. It's getting done. It's almost done. It's still uh, in, in progress. And I've heard through the grapevine that some of the scouts that helped uh, have a project they want to do, and they're going to be uh, coming to ask if they can build another bridge uh, over here on this side. And so, hey, there's some things happening there. Excited about trail fencing. If, again, if you've never walked the trail, guys, you need to check it out. Now, uh, again, be careful out there. There's still some, we're, we're still working on some stuff. There's few little stubs along the way. You want to watch where you step. But it's beautiful, and it's a great, great little nature hike. If you've never been out there and experienced that, I'd invite you to check it out. Um, what else? Some other things that uh, we want to highlight. The, the overflow door has been installed. Uh, LED lights in the gym. If you, some of you may not even notice that. If you look up, you'll be blinded. All of us who play volleyball, we know. Uh, it's like now we, we have spots. When, you know, it's just, oh, uh, it's kind of tough to play volleyball with those lights, but we got adjusted to it, but they're excellent. Um, you can see real good. New volleyball poles and nets were purchased. And uh, that was, again, I think, Dean, y'all bought that back in the day, right, mid-'80s? So, so it was well past time on replacing those. Um, and so we did do that this year as well. Uh, mobile food warmer for the kitchen. Tammy said amen. <laughs> amen. Thank y'all. And a generous donor helped to get that. And for that, we're grateful, very grateful for. And so, again, these are some of the things that we've been able collectively together to accomplish as a church family. And this is just the physical stuff, all right? And so, oh, lest I should forget, the prayer garden. I mean, if you've not gone out to the prayer garden, you need to go check out the prayer garden. It's beautiful. Uh, there's uh, lights out there. There's a giant cross. There's pavers. There's a bench. There's shrubs that have been planted and installed. And again, it's still work that needs to be done. We need some mulch out there. We still need some more plants and some things that need to happen, some more clearing. So, so again, but these are some things that, that have happened and uh, again, thank you. You have a part in that. You've been an active role in accomplishing these things. The bus was donated. And yes, that's Pastor Mark driving the church bus. Hop on, there's always a seat for you headed to heaven. Let's not go too soon, all right, especially the Florida trip, all right? We want to, I mean, yeah, anyway. Uh, but it's, we got us a bus, and that's a praise to God as well. We're thankful for these things. Guys, again, tangibles tangibles. Um, the reality is these facilities we've been given, the resources we've been entrusted with, we have a, we have a responsibility as a church to manage it. And uh, these are some of the things that uh, have been happening and we're thankful for. So what else? What else we're we looking at? Well, let's look at some spiritual successes. We added a full-time associate pastor, youth pastor. Woohoo! Praise the Lord. Awesome. Awesome. That's a good thing. Uh, we've added souls. We saw three professions of faith over the past year. We saw people baptized this year. We saw 12 people join the church with 10 more to come. You know who you are. We're working on the class. I'll let you know soon. Um, and so, again, these are praises to the Lord. The Lord will build His church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against her. Amen? And so let the Lord build the church, all right? 
Uh, we saw, uh, again, we completed our Monday night discipleship ministry. Uh, for many of you couples that uh, participated in that, my wife and I uh, found that to be very uh, exciting and enjoyable. We really uh, appreciated that time uh, together. And so we, we saw that through. And uh, again, uh, we'll be talking about it in things to come, but we're going to be launching some new discipleship groups coming up as well. And so you have a chance to be a part of that. Uh, we saw continued successful WOG and WINGS events, and that'll continue throughout the year. And so appreciate the, the ladies who uh, head up those ministries and make those things happen, the leadership teams. Again, huge success. You can't really measure or qualify. Spiritual is a little different, right? Because it's what's going on in the heart. And, and I, I wish we had a, a little measuring stick here that would whoop, fill up and show that how many people were encouraged by that devotion that was given at the women's event. How many people in that Sunday school class uh, under that teacher was encouraged and strengthened in their faith? Whoop, and watch that. I mean, it, again, God knows these things. And so I just want to encourage you, for those of you who are involved in these ministries, those of you who, who pray over and participate and, and, and support, thank you. Thank you for what you do for the Lord. Don't grow weary in well-doing. In due season, you will reap. And I believe that because God has said that. And so, those are some spiritual successes. What else do we see? We also saw Josie Ganawa graduate from the Bible Institute down in Florida. And he's beginning his second year in New York. And I want to take a moment here to, to, to pause. You guys have seen in the email, we've made an announcement here. Um, I want us as a church, we have a responsibility to stand with this young man. He's headed on a missions trip this summer, okay? And he's still needing to raise support. Please consider giving. To help Josie. All you will need to do is write on your memo line, just put a Josie Missions, and, and we'll know, the men that count, Dean, if you get anything on the memo line that says Josie-Missions, it'll go to help him uh, go on a, his mission trip this summer. And uh, for those of you who don't know, Josie's in a relationship. He, he met him a, a little lady up there at World Life, New York, and I'm hoping we'll get to meet this young lady, but my daughter tells me, because she knew her, said uh, she's a very sweet girl, and so I'm super uh, proud of Josie. Keep praying for him. This is exciting, what God's doing in this young man's life. And guys, that's a direct result of your support and involvement. That's a kid from the neighborhood. That's because you prayed and you opened your doors and you make people feel welcome. It's because you go out and you compel people to come in. That's why we exist. And so, I don't know a whole lot about farming and planting and, and seeding and things like that. I understand Bridget is going to be doing a Sunday school later uh, in the semester, talk a little bit more about that. But I know enough to know this, that you realize that sometimes all it takes is one seed hitting the ground of fertile soil, and that one seed could grow up and produce untold amounts of fruit. Josie very well could be that one seed, guys. I don't know what God's going to do in that young man's life, what kind of ministry he's going to lead him to with this, if this young lady ends up being his future wife. I don't know. You don't know. We never know. And so that's why we wait until 
the glorious day of the Christ's return and the day of, of, of the Bema seat before we recognize and realize the fruit of your labor. We can get discouraged sometimes when we look around and look with natural eyes. I understand that. Nobody gets that more than a pastor. And that's why we're not to look at the natural. We must look at the spiritual. Because God is faithful. So I'm thankful for young Josie and what God's doing in his life. Hey, we had a teenager also volunteer. Yes, sir, please. Yes. Yes. Stephaniah. Pray for Stephaniah. Yes. Yes. Down at uh, Word of Life, Florida as well. And she took a semester over there. And, um, and so, yes, pray for Stephaniah. Uh, we also had a teenager volunteer at Word of Life Bible Camp, Florida uh, this past year. Yes, I'm a little biased. And uh, Lord willing, we're going to kick her out. I mean, send her back down uh, again. Just kidding. She's ready to go. She's like, Dad, I got my bags packed. What you talking about? Anyway, no. <laughs> so she'll be heading back down. Pray for her in that, Lord willing, uh, working again this summer. Junior Trek and Teen Trip. Man, that was a good time. Great success. Uh, again, it's more than just fun and games and a lot of snacks, guys. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed the study we did uh, this past year. Greg Kokel, Kukel, whatever you want to pronounce it. Um, tomato, tomato. Um, excellent study uh, on the faith. And, and again, some folks encouraged and strengthened by that. Um, what else have we seen in the way of spiritual success? Well, we, we soft-launched the youth flag football. Uh, and again... That was the intent, go, go with a soft launch. We've, we definitely see that we've got some things we've got to work on, we've got to improve upon. Praise God, we had the opportunity to get that learning curve in and uh, looking forward to what God will do in the future with that. We've had multiple counseling, discipleship opportunities, many of which are still ongoing. Guys, again, covet your prayers. You have no idea how often my wife and I spend serving you in countless hours at our home, out at other places, here at the church, Random phone calls all time of the day and the night. But we're here for you. That's why we're here. God has placed us here for you. And if we can help in ministry by counseling, whether it be marriage, whether it be family, whatever, we want to serve you as best we can. But we need your prayers to strengthen us because it can get pretty weighing at times um, when you're helping to shoulder the burdens of others. But again, God's our strength, right? And so we all together, collectively, look to Him for that strength. Continue to pray for those opportunities. Uh, surplus to the mission fund. That's a praise. Um, we're a couple of thousand, I think, above, according to the end of the year numbers. Uh, again, not where we would want to be. I hope we'll get a six-month fully funded emergency fund. So in order to do that, we need about three times that amount uh, and some change. But we can get there uh, through, through your generosity. Uh, we saw growth in a number of countries reached through our live streaming services. And again, appreciate all the work that goes in with ABT. And, and we're looking to expand and improve that outreach uh, ministry as well. So uh, what else? Some other things. Uh, Sunday morning men's prayer meeting. Again, had, had a, uh, well, Mr. Carlton praying. We had a burden on his heart, wanted to start praying and wanted to know if we could gather men to do that, and absolutely we can do that. And so that's been encouraging. If you haven't been here yet on Sunday morning, come early. Come pray with us, all right? We typically try to meet. Uh, if we have a regular 9.30 Sunday school, we'll try to start praying at uh, 9 o'clock. And so just show up here at 9 o'clock. We'll have some prayer time, okay? 
I usually meet back here in the overflow room. Multiple meal trains. Some of you have been recipients of the meal trains, right? What a blessing. And uh, thank you, Lauren, for all the work you do there, getting that. I aggravate her all the time. Hey, send her a text. Hey, somebody's having surgery. Hey, somebody call this person. She's, she's always good about taking care of it, and that's wonderful. She's serving you guys in a role in the ministry here, as many of you do. And then when you guys prepare meals and take meals or grubhub somebody a meal over, which is always good too, it's a blessing. It's a blessing. So thank you uh, for those, those things that happen. Uh, my family and I were recipients of that, and I appreciate uh, some of those. Uh, man, Linda Stugelmeyer just hit it out of the park with some of that meal trains kind of, I mean, she was like meal train with several carts. I mean, she just, you know, good stuff. We appreciate her. Uh, let's see, spiritual success. We walked with grieving families to provide comfort. And uh, it's always difficult. And uh, yet, it's a huge function that the church provides and during one of the most difficult valleys that you will face. And guys, all of us will face it. And if we haven't experienced firsthand the loss of a loved one, you're going to be dependent upon the Lord and His people. And um, I, I recognize that in those seasons of life, it's not easy. Uh, and how vital, how vital a church family is in that season. So thank you for those of you who, who've been through those valleys. You're able to, in return, minister to others who go through those valleys. And uh, again, that's what we seek to do as a church. We've rejoiced with families over babies being born. And uh, we're going to have some more rejoicing. <laughs> Amen. So uh, praise God uh, for, the, for those uh, opportunities as well. Many have faithfully shared the Word of God individually and corporately. And uh, that's probably what excites me the most is when I hear some of you share with some of those opportunities you've had in sharing your faith or being a witness to somebody. So keep that up. Those are some of the uh, accomplishments that we've seen over the past year. Uh, as well, outreach. We've seen the field dedication, the back-to-school blast. We see the World of Life clubs that take place every week, the sports ministries, our summer camps this past year. Again, these are continual ministries year in, year out that have been very fruitful and successful in the eyes of God. And so I want to say, again, thank you for the work that's been put in. Uh, Wednesday night meals, excellent. Uh, midweek Bible study, we started that back again. Uh, for those of you who have not made a, mid a midweek Bible study, come join us again. We're doing that. The adults, it's not just for the kids on Wednesday night. We actually have a Wednesday night adult Bible study. Come on in. I think you will enjoy that interaction. Uh, homecoming, successful homecoming. Fourth of July, trunk or treat. Able to give out, what was it, over 500 gospel tracts, 700? What do we say? Close to a, I don't remember exactly. I, I, Four or five hundred gospel tracts given out. Uh, again, that's a witness, guys. That's a faithful gospel witness. What they do with this between them and God. But that was uh, accomplished. Psalm 127, verse 1 says this Unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. Guys, let me say this loud and clear. If there's to be any success in this church, 
it's going to be because God has done it. All right? Now, that doesn't absolve you from participating. God has chosen the foolishness of men, to, uh, the foolishness to confound the wise, right? He, he uses and chooses people to do His work. This is what Scripture tells us. All right? So it ain't like you test, teenagers. You're not going to get an A on your test by praying and putting a book over your head while you sleep at night. It doesn't happen that way through osmosis. You're going to have to put in the effort, right? You've got to do a little study. Uh, we have salvation worked in. We work out salvation. In other words, we, we, are, we are workmen created in Christ Jesus unto good works. We are called to do these things. And so He's called us to build and labor. But He has to be the builder. And so we need to be responsive to Him and His leading. And so we want to do that. We also see here in James 4.15, Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. So I'm getting ready to transition into, we've looked at what, we're, what we've done. Now I want to begin to look at the present, and then we'll look at the future. But I want to remind us, you've heard me say this a lot, you guys joke it because I, I say this all the time, Lord willing. This is where it comes from. Because I recognize I'm not doing anything today or tomorrow unless the Lord wills. So I don't want to be arrogant and presume that somehow we're going to do these things. We're only going to do these things if the Lord wills. And sometimes, guys, the Lord doesn't will it, right? And so, God's will be done. So let's talk about some things. Currently in the works. These are some things that are currently in the works here at Community Baptist Church. The Women and Men's Sunday Morning Discipleship Class. All right, that's going to be starting up next week. Uh, Pastor Mark, uh, Lord willing, will be helping uh, held up a class there, um, and uh, we'll, we'll be having that going again starting next Sunday for the men. The women will be meeting uh, out in the teen room, correct, Miss Rhonda? Okay, Rhonda will coordinate, but I think we'll get you set up, but definitely. Uh, either way, men and women's studies kicking off next week. You don't want to miss those classes, guys. It's going to be some great opportunity for you to grow in your faith. Make it a point to be here. We're going to relaunch the praise team. we got a meeting immediately afterwards. Again, if you play an instrument, I don't care if you stink at it. We just need to know. We want to get a record of it. I stink at it. But come on down here. We're going to get some information from you and uh, won't keep you but just a few minutes. And then you can head out. I, I sing. I, I don't sing. I, I, come join us. We want to, again, we'll, sort, we'll, let, we'll let the professional sort it out, all right? Uh, just sign your name on the dotted line and we'll see what happens. Um, you just probably won't get a solo. If you do, it'll be solo. We won't hear you. All right. Monday evening, small group discipleship. That's going to start up January 10th. Okay, now I've got, um, my wife and I have a few that we're, we're, we're meeting with. If you would like to be discipled, you've never been discipled, you say, hey, I'd like to be discipled. See me. We'll get you plugged into a small group discipleship group. Okay? So don't hesitate. Let me know. But that's going to start January 10th. We meet every other week. Every other week. Those of you who completed, I'm not trying to point out anybody, but anyway, those of you who've completed the previous cycle, you're on notice. January 10th. I hope you've been praying about who would be some couples you can get together with and begin to invest in their life every other week. And uh, again, see me if you've got questions with that, about that, but uh, we'd love to get you uh, going uh, with a small group discipleship on Monday night. Youth basketball. Um, again, that's going to be kicking off here, or tipping off, <laughs> um, coming up in a few weeks. 
We're going to need help with devotions and concessions. Again, you'll be hearing about that. Please uh, be open uh, to the Lord's leading and helping with that. The men's basketball league, uh, again, need help with devotions, concessions, breaking up fights. Uh, that's probably, you know, shut up. All right. But that's coming up, and so we do want to pray for that. By the way, guys, I say it juggling, but I need you to hear this. I need you to understand this. Every time we do these events, what takes place? The Word of God's open. The gospel shared oftentimes, usually every time. But at least the Word of God is shared. Let me ask you a question. Is that fruitful? Is it? The Bible says it is, so I'm going to side with Randall because he sided with the Bible, not because he's Randall. If God says His Word will not return void, it will accomplish what it was sent out to do, guys, it will accomplish what it was sent out to do. The fact that Community Baptist Church, every single time there's an event that takes place through a youth sports or adult sports or whatever the case is, you don't have to like sports. I don't care. I don't like, well, I do like most sports. There are some sports I just really, I don't get. I don't get. But I won't tell you what they are. If you want to know what they are, you can talk to me later. Some of them I just, I'm like, whatever, man. Whatever. That's your cup of tea. You go for it. Full body, the contact chest, you can have it. Anyway. Um, <laughs> But the Word of God is shared. That's the last game we played, Carver, but anyways. <laughs> that was after Thanksgiving, though. That's probably why. Um, but again, the Word of God is shared. It's open. It's delivered. It will not return void. And so we need to be mindful of that. Monthly family outreach ministry. Let me tell you about that. This is in the works. All right? Uh, thankful the Rikerts um, are going to help us out with this. And this is going to be a monthly family ministry. It's going to be an outreach. So every month we're going to have an outreach opportunity. Just some of the things, we've already mapped out the whole year, just to give you some ideas of some of the things that will be coming. Uh, we're looking at uh, a, a time where we're going to outreach to the fire departments and the sheriff's departments and take them some donuts or some Chick-fil-A or something like that and just be a witness to them. Sure, again, taking every time the Word of God will go, gospel tracks, and go into these folks and show our appreciation to them. Uh, we've got one that's pretty exciting. I'm excited about it. I think Kendall is too. He's a gearhead. We're going to try and do a car show here on campus. Now, I don't know about you guys. You've ever been to them classic car shows? Dude, they got those muscle cars and some really, the neighbors, we, they, we probably get a sound ordinance on it. We won't talk about that, but anyway. But I'm excited. Look, that's going to be awesome. That's a unique outreach. Who's doing that? We're doing that. By God's grace, the Lord wills, we're going to do that. That's outside the box. And so, again, a, a camping outreach ministry. We're going to take our families and go camp for a few days um, and invite other families. Again, they might not go to church, but hey, man, we got a bunch of people going to camp down at Cliffs of the News. Won't you guys join us? We're going to have these campsites. I mean, again, there's just different opportunities. These are just a few of them that we're throwing out there. But there's going to be a lot, and we'll make those available to you on the calendar. By the way, all you got to do is check on the website. That brings me to another one. The media team uh, that's been launched. Uh, Melissa Stevens is, and uh, Zach and Randy uh, help. Uh, I don't know if you've been noticing the cool Facebook and the uh, Twitter and the Instagram and others I can't pronounce or don't know. Uh, anyway, we're getting that information out there through them. And uh, that's on the uptick as well. Not 
Oh, TikTok, but anyway, sorry. Um, hey, can I get one of somebody to kick that air on? It's hot in here, ain't it? I'm hot. Man, thank you, brother. I appreciate that. I, I saw the sweat joining mine. I was like, man, we got to do something about this. Um, so anyway, so we're going to be looking at some things coming up. Monthly family outreach ministry, we'll let you know. Uh, spring, we got youth soccer coming up in April. Missions conference, uh, that's March 18th, 19th, and 20th. Okay. By the way, you all see that, right? Okay. That's up there for a reason. Oh, we'll be gone that week. <laughs> Will you? Okay, well then let's, let's see if you're not. Go ahead and write it down. Then you won't be gone that week. Now I know, still going to have some people going, Pastor, I'm sorry, we're going to be gone that week. Please, guys. All right, this is the dates, please. Easter outreach service, April 17th. Now you know. Now you know. April, uh, uh, we're going to have our, our Easter outreach service. Summer church mission trip, July 25th, or June 25th to July 2nd. Again, Pastor Mark heading up a team to uh, Bahamas, possibly. We'll talk. Anyway, uh, that's on the calendar, and so we'll be looking at that. Also, there is a possibility of a small group to Spain um, for those who are vaccinated. So we can, again, there's some options coming your way. Summer sports and music camps, Lord willing, July 18th through 22nd. Again, that is, the, that is slated on the yearly calendar. Uh, those are the dates that we're looking at. That's a Monday to Friday. And then also, we're looking at this year, teenage girls, launching a new volleyball league for girls um, and youth. So maybe even co-ed, we'll see. But uh, stay tuned. Those are some ideas coming, coming our way currently in the works. We're going to be celebrating our 50th homecoming, November 6th, 50th. I want you to be praying about that even now. Lord willing, I want to pull out all the stops. I want to see a, just a huge event, maybe even a, like a weekend type thing. Um, inflatables for the kids, uh, just a lot of stuff happening here on campus. Um, pray for our keynote speaker. I'm really going to try and uh, pull in a big dog for that one and uh, see if we can't uh, get somebody to come to Little OLA and, and bless us with the opening of God's Word and and uh, invite many, many, many folks who've uh, been here uh, in the past to come rejoin us for a 50th celebration. Plans to look at starting a youth choir. So kids, little kids, small kids, children's church age, want to try to get us some, some youth choir going. So, so these are some things. we got plans for a Christmas program, December 18th. Okay. Again, all this is on the website. You go to the website, you, look on the, you have to click on the dates and you can see these events scheduled. So you can coordinate your schedule according to the church calendar. By the way, you know that's how it's supposed to be, right, for the most part? The local church is supposed to be the hub of our life. Until we got all busy with technology and everything else around us, that was pretty much how life was. It was centered around the local church. That was God's intent. Who changed? Wouldn't God. It's me and you. And so, Lord, help us to return to uh, a love for the local church. All right, so, question. How does God measure success? Here's your definition. A lot of folks measure success differently, okay? H how do I know this is 
Well, number one, it's the authority of God's Word. Matthew 25, 21 says, His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. Good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. That is the definition of success. And I don't want us to ever lose sight of that. Too often times, we again want to quantify it. You know? Oh man, that church is running 250 on Sunday. They're running 2,000. That church only has about 10. Who's most successful? Because I know a church of 12 that did a pretty good job. When I read the pages of Scripture, I see men of God who were torn in their soul and their spirit, struggling with the fact that they were taking the gospel over and over and over to the people of their generation, and they were rejecting it. And they were hardening their hearts, and they were stiffening their necks. And God said to Ezekiel, they're not going to listen to you. They're not going to hear you. They're not going to repent and they're not going to believe. But you have a responsibility to faithfully proclaim the good news. You, you must be that watchman on the wall. You must be the one who steps into the gap. You must be the one to share your faith. You must be a witness to this generation. Or else their blood will be on your hands. But if you do what I've called you to do and you're faithful to do it, your hands will be clean. Jeremiah was pretty much the same. False prophets were having the lucrative responses. Everybody was listening to those guys, and everybody was rejecting Jeremiah. Uh, need I remind us, Jesus. Jesus himself, on the surface, looks pretty much like a failure. Where was all his disciples? They left him. Every single one of them left him. We must be careful that we don't measure the way the world measures. You and I have a responsibility before the Lord, individually and corporately. We must be faithful to the Lord. Faithful to the Lord. And so that's what I want to talk to us about. Um, you remember this. Over the summer we talked about, are you in? What was this all about anyway? You know, it was just some cool t-shirt we put together. Oh, this is great for the Field of Dreams. This is a little nice slogan. I venture to guess most of you, had I not put it up on the board, would have already forgotten when I asked the question, are you in? Remember when we talked about internalizing the Word of God? Investing? By making disciples? Investing in the lives of others? Influencing the community around us? Right? Are you in? 
Are you in on this mission? That was the question that was being asked. And it's a question that you're supposed to be pondering in your heart. You have to decide because I can't make you do it. All I can do is, as Paul did, I beg you, I urge you, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. But it's going to take sacrifice. It's going to take you and me dying to self. It's going to take me and you setting aside our differences, our preferences, working together. It's going to take you and I dying on the cross of the comforts of life. It's going to take you and I giving up those pursuits that we find enticing for the sake of the gospel. Are you in? Because, guys, I, I, I know for a fact one day every single one of us in this room will stand before a holy God and every single one of us in this room will give an account for what we have done in this body for the cause of Christ. And our labors don't earn us salvation. Let me be real clear on that. Jesus Christ, if you belong to Him, He has purchased you. He has redeemed you. Remember last week's message, the Redeemer? And He has redeemed us out of the market of sin. He has purchased us. We belong to Him. And therefore, we must labor for Him. But we labor from salvation, not for salvation. But are you laboring from salvation? If so, we need to be internalizing the Word of God. What is your plan in 2022 to absorb and internalize the Word of God? Hiding God's Word in your heart so you won't sin against Him. What is your plan in 2022 to invest in other people, to make disciples? Through the local church. By the way, again, God works through the local church, not Lone Rangers. It's the local church. This is God's plan. This is His plan, guys. And we need to influence the community around us. And I'm thankful again for the outreach opportunities we're going to be having. You are going to have to be on board with that if you're in. And if you're not, then I'm not trying to be ugly. I'm really not trying to be ugly, guys. Please hear me on this. Either we're on the train or we're not on the train. Either get on board or get off. Because we have a responsibility before a holy God to follow what God has led us to do. And God is the one who designs the plan. He is the one who has organized the body. He has called who He wants here to be here for this season of life. And so if you're here for this season of life, be here. Be here. Every one of you. I, I'm just going to be real right now. We're going to unload it right now. As I'm preaching this morning, where are you? Because you're not here. This isn't for my help. Believe me, it's not for my help. I've contacted my doctor for the past two months trying to get me some more blood pressure medicine. They just don't want to return my message. Lord knows I need it. It's not for my help. I'm here because God called me here. And I have given my life into His hands.
There's a lot of things I could have done or do, and I'd be dead in the grave if I was still doing them. Let's just be real clear on that. And I'm grateful and I am thankful that God plucked me out of a life of sin. I wasn't raised in a church. I don't understand church people. I don't play these games. Stupid games. Guys, we are to love the gospel. We're to
understand I am a lion. I have a personality that can be a little abrasive, a little. I understand that about me. That's a strength and a weakness. I understand. I, I was talking to Rose the other day, and I gave an illustration. I used to I don't know if Dr. Carver remembers this playing Christian board. When I did this in the devotion, I took my bag of tools. Back on. Yep. And so, and so I passed this around the table, and everybody took out a tool, wrench, a level, screwdriver, and I held onto the hammer. And I said, gentlemen, every one of us around this table was like the tool in your hand. I, I, it was just kind of nice to call them all the tools. <laughs> Sorry, that's not bad. But I was holding the hammer and I said, I like the hammer. Now the hammer is great when you drive a nail. It's great to pull out some nails every now and then, right? Hammer's not real good trying to get a screw screwed in. Just say it. It's not very helpful when I'm trying to level something. I need that tool, we need that tool, we need this tool to get the job done. Now, I don't go hating on the screwdriver because the screwdriver ain't banging nails. Right? And when I read this passage of scripture, I recognize, based on some of our experiences, some of my personality, thank you, brother. You're a good screwdriver. <laughs> I recognize. That when I read this passage of scripture, some of us hear the inflection of obey those who have rule over you. Just like some of you hear when the passage is read in Ephesians, wives, submit. Can I just tell you loud and clear, that is not the motivation. That is not the truth of the Scripture. And if you're hearing that, you need to tell Satan, get thee behind me. Can I tell you where my emphasis is? When I read this passage of Scripture, when I study this passage of Scripture, when I share this passage of Scripture in a message, you know where my heart is? My heart is in that last part. It says, they watch out for your souls. I am watching out for your soul. I don't want you to go that way. I don't want you to be pray, fall prey to the attacks of Satan. I don't want to see you get caught up in false ideologies. I don't want to see you hurt and be hurt by the church. I don't want to see you walk away from the faith. I don't want to see you struggle when you don't have to struggle. Watch out for your soul as those who must give an account. I got to answer for every single one of you. I got to answer for every single one. You got to answer for you. But I got to answer for all of you. 
And I don't take that lightly. And so I'm not going to play games about it. I love you too much. I love you too much to play games. I'm simply telling you the truth. I, I don't, I'm not trying to offend you. I'm not trying to hurt you. I'm not trying to get on your bad side. I, I love you. I love you. My life is given to this church for you. God, Ephesians 4, gives pastors to the church. That's His doing. He called me here. He gave me to you. You are entrusted to my watch care, and I care about your soul, and I care about your well-being, and I want to share the truth of God's Word because I know I'm going to have to give an account one day. And all I'm saying is, please, let me do this with joy. <laughs> Not with grief. I don't mean you agree with everything I say. Of course not. But please don't impugn my character or my motive if you don't think that I'm, I, I, I'm not sharing the truth in love. And I know none of you... I'm, I see this oftentimes, guys. I know pastors around the world right now are struggling with the same satanic attacks. It's the same attacks in our world. And that's why I'm so upset that it's trying to make its way into churches around America. And we can't allow that to happen here at Community. That's what I'm trying to communicate. I hope that's coming through. Let them do so with joy and not with grief. Why? Why? For that will be unprofitable for you. Are you in? Listen to these passages of Scripture, and we're going to close, and we'll pick up next week. Gentlemen, don't worry about the um, commitment cards at this point. Consider Exodus 32, 26. You don't got to turn there. I'm going to read these. Then Moses stood in the gate of the camp and said, Whoever is for the Lord, come to me. And all the sons of Levi gathered together to him. Joshua 24, 15. I may have that one. Notice it. If it's disagreeable in your sight to serve the Lord, choose for yourselves today whom you will serve, whether the gods which your father served, which were beyond the river, or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And this is where it's at, guys. This is where I want your heart to, to sink in right here. When the question is asked, are you in? When it was asked back at the beginning of the year, when it was at, in, in, a, in our summer uh, launch out here, this was the whole point of this. If we're going to do what God wants us to do in 2022, we got to be in. We've all got to be in. Every single one of us, right? From the womb to the tomb. Now remember that one, right? We got all been. Every one of us. Every one of us. There's no sideline people on this team. That's not what God designed. Now, you and I have a choice to either do what God has told us in His Word. And by the way, He's told us every single one of you that's born again has a spiritual gift and is to be used in the body of Christ. So if you're not serving in some capacity, 
I'm not the one being disobedient. You are. Use your gift. Use your talent. There's plenty of room here for everybody. I promise you, there's a lot of work to be done. And this message is not, not, not meant to be a downer, but, but I, I believe it's one that needs to have some soul stirring, guys, because we're dead men walking. We're talking about in the world, they're talking about people being woke. Well, that ain't the kind of woke we need, but we need to be awakened in the body of Christ because time is running short and His return is soon and there is much work to be done. And I believe we have the opportunity to do that work in this community. But I can't do it by myself. Pastor Mark can't do it by himself. Pastor Dean can't do it by himself. The deacons, the other... It's going to take a whole team. And so here's what I'm going to close and ask you to do. I want to ask you to pray about... You know, the funny thing is, I feel even weird asking that. You don't need to pray about. <gasps> See, that's part of the problem. Hold on. Time out, Bo, before we start throwing stones. You don't have to pray about something God's already told you to do. To delay is to disobey. If God's told me to do something, I need to do it. And He's already told us in the Word some of the things He's asked us to do. And that's what we're going to look at next week. What are some of the specific things that you can do in 2022? And this isn't Pastor Jeremy's opinion. This is going to be straight from the Word of God. Thus saith the Lord, what can you do in 2022? And then you're going to have to decide, are you in? Are you out? Because I'd rather have 12 ready to take and turn the world upside down than to have 2,000 that are just here for sitting on the pew, sister better than you, and having roast on Sunday. I love you, but I love you enough to tell you. We, I, I, I'm not here to play games, guys. I'm here to serve the Lord, and wherever He wants, whatever He wants, I want to do it. But I want you with me. I want you beside me. I want you in the trenches because I'm just a hammer. <laughs> and, and I promise you, I need every tool in the case. And sometimes, some of y'all need to put me back in the bag and say, we got this. And that's why I'm thankful for the pastors and the deacons who surround me. Sometimes that's what they say. Praise God for that wisdom. But I love you. And I love you enough to stand here today and share my heart with you. Don't be mad. Be thankful that I care enough to shoot straight. If you want to talk to me, my door's open. But guys, we've got churches around this country that are nothing more than a facade. I got some nice vinyl siding. But the truth is long left the inside, and we need to never fall into that trap. And by the grace of God, by the strength of God, we will stand. Let's pray. Father, I pray that as you promised, your word would not return void. Lord, I pray that the receivers uh, that, that are watching online, those sitting out in the church, would, would not be lied to, whispered to any longer by the enemy. Lord, just help us. Help me. I'm not above that. Oh, how many times I've got hit with fiery darts. How many times my perception has been so wrong. Oh, how many times, Lord, I've found myself on my face before you and said, God, forgive me. 
I, I cast these perceptions and wrong thoughts towards others when it wasn't true. Forgive me. Forgive me, Lord. Help me to be a shepherd who loves a sheep, cares for them, ministers to them, helps them when they go astray. Help us all, Lord, to collectively as a family of God to get our sights on you, off each other, off the circumstances, straight ahead. That's my prayer, Lord, a renewed heart in 2022. A renewed focus individually and corporately under your headship. Lead us. May you have preeminence in all things. And we will give you the glory and the praise, Lord, as we ask you to build your house. And simply let us be the tools in your hand to use as you see fit. And we ask it in Jesus' mighty name and for his sake we pray.